Welcome to Registry. I'm your host, Chris Garcia, and this episode is all about the 2020 additions to the National Film Registry. And it's an interesting bunch. There are not a lot of the early works that I kind of hoped to see recognized, but there were some really big wins as far as I'm concerned for specific segments that I find really important and are represented. I'm just going to go through alphabetically all of them. Battle of the Century, 1927, which is a Laurel and Hardy silent short. Uh, about 20 minutes, two reels, and it is probably their best work. It is not 100% complete in preservation right now, but it is nearly complete, and it's it's fun. I remember seeing clips from it when they discovered, I think, the first reel, and... I was like, okay, that looks interesting. It's not my favorite. I've never been a huge Laurel and Hardy fan, but this one looks really fascinating. Second film, 1980, one that I have been talking about off and on for ages, is The Blues Brothers. And what I find really fascinating is that Dan Aykroyd put out a note about his inclusion saying that he was so glad to see the work of African-American musicians being recognized with this. And that is a huge, important part. The fact that it solidified the R&B and soul musicians like Aretha Franklin, James Brown, Ray Charles, John Lee Hooker, Cab Calloway, uh, with wonderful performances. In particular, I think the Cab Calloway performance is one of the finest that's ever been put on, t- even though it's a movie. Um, a really a fascinating one, and one that I have advocated for and have nominated more than once. I think one of the lost episodes, Registry, is all about the Blues Brothers. Next is an interesting one from 1918 called Bread, and it was referred to as a sociological photodrama. Um, I have never seen this one, but it was by Universal, uh, and it was directed by Ida Mae Park, one of the more interesting early female directors. A beautifully done film from everything. Uh, The Boy of Vista Social Club, Vin Vendors, a very, very good film. Particularly the soundtrack, really important. The same thing as the Blues Brothers, in that it is where the Blues Brothers is documenting uh, R&B and soul from the uh, and even earlier with Cab Calloway as a part of a narrative. Here, the point of the social club is a documentary, a pre-Castro Cuban music scene, and it's really beautifully one that I have been advocating for for ages. Cabin in the Sky, 1943, Vincent Minnelli, uh, which apparently directorial debut of Vincent. But more importantly, it was some of the really important African-American performers of the day. Eddie Anderson, better known as Rochester, from the Jack Benny show. You had the amazing Lena Horne. You had the fantastic Ethel Waters, Louis Armstrong, Rex Ingram. You had all these wonderful performers. And it's a great, great, great that often just gets lumped in as, oh, well, it's an app so far from everything. It's a beautifully done musical now let's zig over to A Clockwork Orange, 1971. Stanley Kubrick in his, I would argue, his most visceral film. It's beautifully done, controversial at the time, but because of the way it builds and ebbs and flows. I think there's really, a, uh, of course, The Dark Knight, 2008, arguably the greatest performance in the history Heath Ledger. Uh, this is an interesting one because this is a sequel that is being recognized before the... Uh, film that it's equalized um but very very good film but most specifically Heath Ledger's Joker provide 
sort of the combination of pathos and mess that is so rare. And the direction, uh, Christopher Nolan's direction, is amazingly, and it definitely, I would have preferred to see the original 1989 Batman on uh, first as a Batman film, but I think in general, it's a great choice. The Devil Never Sleeps, a film, whew, it's a tough one. It really is. If you look at Mexican society, and you know, I happen to have Mexican family, this is a film that draws you, and Lourdes Portilla is a great anchor who deserves way more attention. I hope that more widely seen. We all should be seen. Not only because sort of the aspects of a Latino culture, but because beautifully we sort of peel away the layers of fine, fine. One that actually made it in its first time, which doesn't happen often, is The Freedom Riders from 2010. Uh, and this was actually an American experience documentary um, PBS, and I think it's a really, really good piece. But more importantly, and I kind of wish they had done this, is there were 50 full interviews with people who had participated in the free, and I wish they had actually recognized as sort of a encapsulation. I mean, I guess the, doing the freedom as, and having a note in their citation to it, in a way doing that, but really... It's the full interviews that are way more important than I think the individual. Even though, I have to say, The Freedom Riders is highly watchable. Grease, talking about highly watchable. It is one of the most important musicals in American history. It brought the nostalgia wave that has always sort of existed in Broadway. As a Broadway show, really brought it to the forefront. 100% turned on an entire generation to the possibilities of music. And I think it's one of the most iconic films of the 1970s. And, you know, it's when I've seen The Ground from uh, Robert Beavers. It's pretty. It's beautiful. I've not seen the whole thing. Um, but it is filmmaking, and Beavers in particular is a filmmaker who's always done this, that rely imagery to play off story and character and I that's beautifully done here. The Hurt Locker, a wonderful film, Catherine Bigelow's finest, easily. Uh it won Best Picture. Catherine Bigelow won Best Director. But more importantly, it is a set of actors and actresses who understand what's going on in a real, real fascinating way. Jeremy Renner does not get enough credit for making this movie as great performance-wise, because every moment he he is giving a whole bunch out there and sort of working with. Illusions, 1982, Julie Dash. Um, I have so much to say about it. Um, I would have preferred to have seen Diary an African Nun, but uh, this is actually a wonderful piece that works in a whole bunch of different directions. It, it really is a callback to the films of the 19th that were being made, um, most particularly in New York, but you saw the Los Angeles scene that was growing out of early film schools. The Joy Luck Club, a film I jam, but it's not a film. Wayne Wang, of course, is an amazing director. But this, I love the book. I love the story. It just, it doesn't cap. But it's one deserves to be on there because of the way that it interacts with the Asian American experience and... I don't think there's enough representation of Asian American filmmaking in the registry. And I think this is one of my favorites. 
uh, kid auto races at Venice. Charlie Chaplin's little tramp character shows up. It's a great. If you haven't seen it, it's out there. It's pretty easy to catch. Do it. It's the Sidney Poitier film Lilies of the Field. I've never seen 1960. I I love Sidney Poitier, and it's one of the ones that really has been mentioned. Um, and I know that there are some folks who have advocated for it. Uh, not, but I'm glad it's on there. I like Sidney Poitier becoming more and more uh, reveal revered at the groundbreaker losing ground 1982. Kathleen Collins is a filmmaker whose work I struggle with, admittedly. Uh, here, though, easily her find and the one that goes sort of the deep and delves in ideas that we don't often. The man with the golden arm. If this was only preserved for Sal Bass's opening credits and Elmer Bernstein's score, it would be worth it. it that 100% fills aesthetic, historical, uh, cultural. But Otto Preminger nails every beat. And basically, it's a visceral film. Uh, of course, Frank Sinatra in his best role easily, by far. Uh, you had wonderful Kim Novak in one of her better roles. It is so great. Another one I haven't seen but have heard wonderful things about, uh, Mauna Kea, uh, Temple Under Siege, about the building of radio telescope on top, which is seen a sacred space for Hawaiian people. And I've never seen it. I know the story very well, actually. And I really... That's one I hope I get a chance. Outrage. I Filipino. One that I haven't seen in so long. She was such an... A resurgence. Uh, just one of the best. One of the great things is women have been traditionally portrayed as dealing in film. This goes much deeper. And she basically gives it Shrek, a film I genuinely am lukewarm about with the exception of Eddie Murphy's voice work is phenomenal. Uh, it's an okay film. Uh, it didn't break too much ground technologically. It was culturally a big deal. Uh, it was a major hit. The sequels were terrible. Um, it did give some chance to some actors, who, but really, it's just, it feels like they were trying to be a Pixar film. Because remember, Pixar was almost 10 years old at this point, uh, making features. But it does probably deserve to be the registry largest. It has such a big impact. It has a big footprint. Suspense, 1913. Whew. Lois Weber for having done so many beautiful films. And the editing on this, on suspense, is great. It's been a long time since I've seen it. When I was on, I was on a really big uh, early 20th century film kick, pre-1920. I know it was one of my favorites, but when you compare this with The Lonely Villa from uh, D.W. Griffith, this one has, and it's basically the same story, this one is so much better. Sweet, sweet Beck's badass song. Dang, I love this movie. Um, Mario Van Peebles is probably unsung direct because what he did was so broad and so brilliant and every, everything seemed to turn out amazing. Here, what he did was he laid the ground for the black exploit, in particular, the way that music informs the entire plot and defines movement. The way that uh, violence, and of course, sex as well. Uh, all of this massively important. A film that brilliant to watch and hard to forget. Put that on a 
VHS box, please. Watt stacks I've never seen or even heard of. Yeah, so I'd never seen Watt stacks. And apparently it was called Black Woodstock. Um, and stacks records, of course, I'm familiar with. Uh, it's another concert film that gets on the registry before Stop Making Sense, and I do not understand it. I understand that this is document, again, of African-American artistic creative tradition, a massive concert, uh, Richard Pryor aspect, of course, the staple singers, so much different stuff. Again, why are they passing over Stop Making Sense? And the last one, of course, is with car and camera around the world, and this is about the expedition of Walter Wonderwell and Aloha Wonderwell Baker, and they travel around the world by car, and this is a documentation. And it's interesting that the Academy has preserved both edited and unedited um, a document of the world as the world. And I know that sounds weird, but it's true. It is a look at what it takes and what the world was like that point in the 1920s and they go everywhere and you have probably seen from this because it has been used everywhere anytime anyone talks about the 1920s uh in a film and they use stock footage some of it will come overall what do i think of the list i think it's a good list uh there's nothing that's sort of st- undeserving i mean the joy luck club it's not for me i would love to see of course the ones that i keep harping uh stop me sunstone you know, those films still, it's okay. Time is not finite, apparently. Uh, it's great to see important things like Sweet Sweet, The Blues Brothers, uh, Buena Vista Social Club, which, you know, and there, the surprises, you know, The Dark Knight, A Clockwork Orange, I honestly was a little bit surprised of. Very surprised that Grease wasn't on already. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, I'm, you know, hope next year we'll see a couple more fun things. And I'll just go celebrate the Blues Brothers being on there. So thanks for listening. Uh, Next time, I will be talking about... And I know it's been a long time. It's not just COVID. I'm having trouble recording and such. Next time, I'm going to talk a little bit about a film that 100% should be on the registry that isn't. And that is a film that I'll talk about next time.